Van Blake, author of the Ancient Illumination series, as well as the Umbani Chronicles, and I am joined once again by Jordan Mel Jackson. Hey, everybody. He is the creator of the Eve of Insurrection and the Eve of Reclamation. He's also the illustrator on the graphic novels for both of the Ancient Illumination uh, graphic novels, as well as the upcoming uh, Yambani Chronicles, Genesis of the Chaos Master comic that uh, will be releasing this uh, October. We are here to discuss episode three of Miss Marvel. Uh, that came out, I believe, last week. Is one of the fourth yep. episodes released this week. Um, uh, Destined, I believe, is the subtitle of it. So, spoiler alert if you haven't watched at least up to episode three. Um, we are given another preview of what happened in, in the past ep- two episodes. Uh, and that leaves us with the end of the preview. They leave us with that. I'd like you to meet my mom from Kamran, mm-hmm. who picks uh, Kamala up in the in the Lamborghini, wherever the car he's driving. And he said with his uncle's car. Mm-hmm. Um, that was interesting. Uh, and then we're given a flashback into the British occupied India in like 1942, yeah. which was an interesting uh, scene. We're getting lots of Easter eggs in this episode, I think, from like various movies. They're dropping, they're dropping dimes on a whole bunch of stuff in this one. Oh, I want, I want to hear your references, movie-wise. Well, yeah, we 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 find out that the clandestines—that's uh, who they call themselves. Yeah. Yes. Um, and in the in the the flashback scene, they're finding this bangle that apparently was given to Aisha and then passed down to Kamala. So uh, they find the the first one, I think, was uh, we see the bangle on a blue hand. Um, Yeah, and I was curious, what's that blue hand right there? Is that a scroll or something? No, that looks to be Cree. Cree, that's the other race. That was the race, Cree. So to me, that was was a uh, Easter egg for Captain Marvel. Um, So they dropped it. They had the Cree arm with this bangle. So the possibility of these bangles being maybe some type of Cree technology. We've had already another Easter egg. I don't know if it was in this episode, in the flashback, or we saw it before when they briefly saw them digging or trying to excavate, but we saw the symbols from the Ten Rings also. So that was a Shang-Chi Easter egg. When you see, they have the top-down shot of them uh, when they're arguing over, you know, there's another bangle. He's like, well, one yeah. do the British have gone Right, right, movie. right. But those symbols you see on the ground, it's in a circle. Those are the Ten Rings. Um, so it's a Shang-Chi reference. Mm. And um, so there's a lot here. Uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Easter eggs, and even um, Thor Easter eggs are in this this movie. Um, so you, Aisha, the Jinn, therefore Kamala's bloodline, is a gen. So it's we see that they strayed yeah. from what I saw from the comics. I'm keeping it 100. I didn't read all the uh, Kamala Khan and, and Miss Marvel comics, but I know that in that storyline, she's an inhuman. Whereas right, right, this right. one, it looks like she's a, she's at least part. She's a gen born in this universe. Uh, 
And they're kind of acting at first like they just need these clandestines, this, this group of gin. They just need help. They're kind of nice. <laughs> we need to get back home. Yeah, we need to get back need to home. Get back home. Uh, they don't really... I was like... I don't know how you felt in that first scene. I was like, when, when uh, Kamran's mom was explaining how they escaped and what went down in the past, um, why they didn't just take the bank, like right then and there. Because um, Kamran oh. even asked her, she asked her like, well, do you want my bangle? And she doesn't, she doesn't answer that. Mm-hmm. She just, she's just playing nice, I guess. And I guess hence that perhaps Kamal is the only one that can really use it, but we saw Aisha use it, you know, when they separated in the flashback sure. scene. Sure. So it's not a matter of she's the only one that can use it, but then... Well, in this current timeline, I guess her, maybe her... Do you think her mom, do you think her grandmother would know how to use it? Or did her grand or did Aisha just use it to save her grandmother? I don't know, but her great-grandmother used it and then they got separated. So it shows that the djinn can use it themselves. But when they're talking, remember, she says that unlocks the noor within you, mm. uh, the power within you. And But she also hints that perhaps Kamran will find something that unlocks his power here. But obviously, for whatever reason, the bangle won't do it for him. You know what I mean? They must have a different There's something different, supposedly, that's going to unlock their power and not just use the same artifact that she's wearing. Um, and then, of course, she comes back. It was kind of funny. She came back from uh, what went down when she did the rescue. And the it's got to be the most generic team name ever the like Depar- Department of Damage Control. Yes, I was mad. I was like, "That's what DODC stands for." I'm like, man, this is goofy. This is the this is this is like knockoff shield, whatever sword. It's like all. It's like the most great value version of all of those groups. Like, boo. Yeah, but I see. Right. But you need them. I mean, you you need a type. You need an arm in the government to handle yeah. those cases. But it's like <laughs> damage control. Yeah, Superheroes. Like the cleanup crew, but, but again, they still remind me of if, if anybody's played that uh, Marvel's Avengers video game. Um, it reminds me of the government agency they had there that was just looking mm-hmm. for enhanced people. Um, mm. Probably a reference drones. to that. Yeah, they're having drones. They had drones. The technology they use that uses weird little light thing where they're trying to seek people out and mm-hmm. fly around the city. It gave me that same type of vibe. Um, and then she tells Bruno. Bruno's like, "You can't just text me. I'm alive." Then get a full eight hours and it just pop up on me like ain't nothing happened. Like, where'd you go? <laughs> it's like every this is I was thinking about um how like you know how in superhero shows the the superhero has to keep their identity from their like families and friends. And I, I think about like how long that's gonna last. Yeah. Like, logistically. And it's like it's cool that Bruno knows, but it's like When's everybody else gonna find out? Yeah, that's what I'm waiting on too. Um, so yeah, she she enlists him. You know what, what we call it, it wasn't it wasn't dollar store. It was uh, five, the, and five and below. Five and below. So she goes, Bruno, <laughs> I need help if you can uh, help me with interdimensional travel and whatnot. And this is where we get. Um, well, after he kind of looks into it, he has this book on Jen that's in Urdu, so he needs Pops to kind of translate. You know, he's trying to hide it from him for some reason when he's at the convenience store. Pops kills me, yo. Yeah, Pops, Pops is cool. He come and get his little get a, get a little tasty cake. Like, what the, such yeah, an no old dude. Cake. Hostess. He got a real hostess, hostess got cake, the, man. The, yeah, that's artificial flavoring, that artificial yeah. flavoring gets him. <laughs> so, and that where you see the drawings in uh, Bruno's 
a notebook where he's studying to try and figure all this stuff out about the gen, about interdimensional uh, travel. And you see, and he mentions uh, to Kamala about Eric Selvig. So that's a that's a deep cut into the first Thor movie. Mm -hmm. uh, Selvig was the doctor that was working with uh, Jane Foster. And also he was oh. the one that was taken over uh, by the Tesseract. And he was studying kind of like opening up wormholes when the uh, Chitari were coming through that like wormhole from yeah the i remember place. that now yeah wow. so that that little drawing with a little hourglass and the weird like shapes that were there mm -hmm. was him studying that that whole interaction that the chitari forces were coming to try and take earth over um well i guess the advanced forces from thanos before thanos really comes and, and they shut mm -hmm. it down um so that was a that, yeah, that was that was another that was, that was Thor. We probably got all of them now. We got Shang Chi uh, up in there. We got the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy with the Kree, Captain Marvel with the Kree, and Thor with uh, uh, Eric Selvig. Um, then we have, we get to another scene. There's like this wedding prep where Mom's is complaining about Mom's not being there for her wedding. Oh yeah, my son's wedding. Rough. Ooh. Yeah. And Kamala's just kind of listening in and like, I would never cause trouble. They talk about the, the, the mother-daughter dynamic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was interesting. Uh, we also get the Department of Damage Control just popping up on the masjid, trying to look for the, you know, look for this mysterious yeah. brown girl with the, with, the, with the superpowers and them shutting her down. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Especially the way the, the imam, I don't know if he's the imam, they were calling him Sheikh, but the imam was like, next time, take off your shoes. Like, right. <laughs> I like how he said, yeah, we need a flying superhero to clean out the rain gutters. Yeah, yeah. If I had someone like that, I would, I would enlist her to help me clean up this place or whatever. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We get more wedding prep and um, Kamala's still around trying to ask questions, but she's like in a roundabout way because... It's kind of that's weird scenario where you're asking like for I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. Not really because she's really talking about her. Like, how do you know if she's good? And she get he gives her that good is not a thing you are; it's a thing you do. So this is kind of yep. like her with great power comes great. Exactly. He's her uncle Ben. I was like, yeah, oh, that little yeah. slogan he gave her. Um, and then you see her open the box, which is Bruno's gift, which we know is like the little face shield of her her final like super do you super. think he um do you think he just made the face shield or is there like more pieces i think they're piecemealing us i think they're gonna give it to us like how we because i'm thinking about that like all right there's a face mask when yeah. we're gonna get the sash when we're gonna yeah. get the, the shirt like i want to know how we <laughs> what's gonna be the process of that well, I think Bru Nikita, bruno made the whole suit or, or, i think Nikia gave her the sash already she's already got the red sash oh to oh. incorporate I remember. I remember. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, he has already given her the red sash. Um, and after the research, Bruno realizes it could be dangerous to send the gin back because they're going to need to have use of a primordial power. And so he's like, it could go boom. <laughs> he's like, she doesn't skip a beat. She's like, well, if I was Carol Danvers. <laughs> I'm like, but you're not Carol Danvers. You're not Carol Danvers. You don't have those abilities. And even if she did, like, you can't control the ones you got. Like, you need, like, she seriously needs, like, a Rocky moment to do some training and figure out. <laughs> she needs a real thing. montage. 
Yeah, before she starts ripping holes in the, the time-space continuum, she needs to figure out what she's doing with what she's got first. Um, what, what, what do you think about all that? Um, I mean, I, you know, I feel like just <laughs> K- Kamala needs to just slow down. And it's just, it's also interesting. Um, you kind of, we didn't really get into like, kind of like the dynamic or relationship between Kamala and Bruno and how like, he's kind of, he's, he finally tells him he got, was it Caltech was the name of the school? Is that the school? Yeah. Caltech? Uh, yeah. He got into Caltech and then we have this. Why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, oh, we have these these feelings that are clearly up in the air. Like, um, was like ignoring me for homeboy. That's why I didn't tell you. I couldn't <laughs> didn't give me a chance when I tried to. You're like, I'm gone though. And like, so you know that he's still helping out. He's still still being a good friend, helping her out. Um, but um, I just you know we're getting to we're getting to a point once again where I'm like I'm curious about the uh, the gin the the gin the, the the group that we've been introduced with that's from another universe the clandestine the clandestine yeah. where they're gonna go um, but so far you know I've I've been enjoying just the dynamic of the characters um, and just like I don't know why but like I really enjoy when we're not the the, the, the non action scenes where we're seeing Kamala deal with her family because uh, those moments are very relatable. Um, and this whole theme of like kind of this mother and daughter relationship is is like it's just so it's it's told very well where it's like like you can feel it. Um, yeah. And let's it, keep it real. It, it's a Disney show um, yeah, through yeah, and through yeah. to me. So mm-hmm. the the action scenes aren't the penultimate experience in this. Yeah, they're not the they're no. not the best, and they're not the best. They're not the best, but they're like they get the job done. They, they, they do, but I'm, but I'm saying the, the most fulfillment you're going to get is going to be from the family dynamic and the things that True. go around these trappings of like this budding superhero story. And very easy, like I said, in, I think in our first episode when we were discussing this, Kamala is like many of us in life just trying to find her way. This just added an extra dimension to her to the point where now we see her in this episode like come to her mom like how did you do it when you were lost you came here to america that she you know the mom is like it's one of the endearing moments mom is like america was my mountain to climb this when i felt like the world was against me and i had to find my place by finding a family finding the masjid find the mosque um and aunt humaira and basically found my family and then yeah they continue that on when you hear um pops talking to her big bro that's about to get married when he's, he's oh he only had seven hundred and thirty two dollars and forty nine cents and my in boy his was bank like, account. You had oh. that, but it was hilarious, but like wow. you you chose family, and once you choose family, you know that takes bravery. So it was yeah. like those are the more fulfilling moments that are going to be. Yeah, in, like in Dad had place. great lines. Dad had great lines. I felt that I'm like yo. I love this dad right. Now. <laughs> this is like the this is the ultimate dad right here. Like yeah. great. Those moments are great. Um, there's lots to this show that I think people are overlooking for reasons that they want something other. And it's like, we have plenty of other shows that give you exactly what you want if that's all you want. If all you wanted was 47 to 50 minutes of ass whooping, 
and left story, you could get that elsewhere, to be honest. This, you know, it, and if they gave us that, it would just be more of the same, but with this character, which I don't think it would really fit being the age, you know, the demographic of this show and the demographic of the main character of the show, you couldn't really have that. She's not just going to be going off killing and whooping. Yeah, what, what is this, a martial arts film? Yeah. <laughs> straight out of, straight out of, straight out of Pakistan. We have yeah, I grew up with the Samurai Sunday. We could, you know, you can go mm-hmm. watch that if all you want to do is, is watch the slick fight scenes. Even though there is something in this particular episode I found hilarious, but we'll get to that um, later when we talk about, uh, when we get to the wedding scene. Uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and get to the wedding scene. We'll talk to you in a second. And welcome back to the second half of the Ascari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, and I am here with Jordan Pennell Jackson. Hey, everybody. And we are continuing our discussion on Miss Marvel episode three, Destined. Um, so here we finally, after all that preparation and little cool family stuff with, with uh, Kamo talking to and confiding in her mom and then Pops giving some encouragement to his son before their wedding day that he's all... Uh, I guess it's a tradition to take the, the shoes of the groom. Uh, oh, was, yeah. <laughs> it was a funny, it was a cool little wedding, man. That's what my uh, yeah, they were, they, were lit at the, they were lit at the wedding. They yeah. Yeah, they get uh, they get to the lines and stuff. They have all the, you know, the food. Because I, I guess the, 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 the wife-to-be is getting dolled up. She's getting henna on her feet and they're feeding her. She doesn't have to lift a finger. Um... And she seemed to enjoy whatever it was they were feeding her on the floor. Mm-hmm. And they done hid the shoes to my boy. And then we get to the actual wedding. And I kind of like the simplicity of the vows. And they're just like, it seemed like they just repeated it. Oh, the I do three times? Yeah. Do I'm like, interesting. Do you, do, husband, do you take him to be your husband? And she's like, I do. I do. And she's like, well, I really do. <laughs> and then home, he's probably funny. He's like, I'm down. You know, yeah, I'm that down. Was I'm down with the brown. Yeah. Fucking brown do for you. Yeah, he's down with the brown. Then they have this little dance party thing that we've seen. uh, Some of the Bollywood films have even had this when the wedding scenes where everybody comes out and just starts dancing. (laughs) Everybody. We have Bruno. Yeah, Bruno was yeah, up Bruno there. got involved. Did you notice the little, little, little brother, little black kid, had the Hulk suit on? That they, yeah, yo, friends? I was dying laughing when he slid by. I'm like, yo, what is he doing here? I'm like, get him out of here. <laughs> well, he's not even somebody's little brother, little cousin, or something yeah. on, on the black side of the family. But he, I was laughing because he had the Hulk. He had outfit. the suit on. I was dying. Yeah. I'm like, yo, they brought. He's I like, like how they brought that back. out of it. Um, then we get, you know, Brown Jovi. Was the band that they had playing it was hilarious? Them being we do uh, Kinsey staunch, yeah, yeah, we do Bob Vitz, Miss Kinsey Yetters, uh, and then of course, um, Kamran comes in and Andrea, <laughs> Andrea uh, was, yeah, well, Andrea was and wasn't right. No, he no, because he's not the villain, mom's it. <laughs> that's why I give her, that's why partly I want to give her that because yeah, technically. Yeah. 
He was a part of the villain group, but he flopped. But he flip flopped. But, so but that doesn't make him the villain. What he does makes him makes him the villain the or not. Because he comes before they get there to warn her. He, wait, wait. And I'm like, oh. He's, he's still calling Bruno O'Brien the whole time. A slave. That like was Brian. hilarious. That was, I'm going to get Brian out here. Ugh, he's he not does that fight. on purpose. He, he can back off. <laughs> he does it on purpose. So they yeah they get to the fight scene the the clandestines show up and I'm what's my boy what's up with Pootie Tang? Yo with the belt? Yeah. Yo, I I I literally I'm still like trying to process that <laughs> like he had the indestructible belt whip and I'm like his fight choreography was great but it's just the fact that he took his belt out and Pootie Tang he was like yeah, he, Super he, Tang. Yeah, he was, was going there. in he was going in too yeah. Carmon warns them and then ends up fighting them uh, to try and save them. Pootie Tang and the gym crew go through an attack um, <laughs> and are eventually caught by the, the Department of Damage Control. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, the fight scene was okay to me. The little had a little bit of a chase scene in the kitchen where she tries to hide from them. And yeah, of they course, try to make yeah. a thriller movie in a way. Turn the lights off. And of course, and she, she gets spooked and you see the hard light come out when nobody's even around her, letting them know where she is. And they all encircle her. And at first, they were they were getting her. Then she breaks out the, the, the super long pimp smack uh, when... Uh, Yo, she smacked Pootie Tang. She, yeah, Pootie Tang. <laughs> Yo, did you see how he flipped the belt? And then the chair magically just hits Bruno. I was like, yo, that's hilarious because I didn't see that coming, but that was funny. Like, my man's got smacked by the chair. He's out. Yeah. Kamon jumps in. Get Brian out of here. (laughs) (laughs) We skipped over the part where he actually just pulled the fire alarm to get everybody out of there to try and get her family to safely out of the way of these people coming to attack. And of course, you know, one of the, one of the, the, the party members trying to snitch. Kamala pulled the fire alarm. I saw it. And old girl was on it. Like, you didn't see nothing. Yo. You know, she had her driver's license revoked. Like, yeah, bam. Like, yeah, auntie was, auntie was wild. I love auntie. Auntie, she's great. She, she has smoke for everybody. I'm like, yo. You didn't this. see nothing. Yeah. <laughs> see, it was a cool episode. And then, uh, of course, they get clapped up by the DODC and Kamran along with them gets clapped up. How did nobody see Bruno and Kamala sitting there? That is something that is something I have to um, I I feel very conflicted about because it's like, did the DOD see them as uh, victims in this situation? Just let them get away? It's kind of, but if they It's a little Yeah, it's, it's, it's shaky because they're clearly looking for a brown girl, like there, and Kamala is right I mean, there with the. But lady. they found they found all the brown people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they was like, "Well, y'all look like what we're looking for. Y'all yeah. look like the real assailants here. Let's nab you up." But so, yeah, they, they snatch up Pootie Tang and the crew <laughs> and take them in the paddy wagon and leave Kamala and Bruno to limp off, where ultimately they get caught by Nakia. Yeah. Which is what is Nakia doing? In the back. <laughs> hey, this and this is exactly what like annoys me about like superhero moves. But like, I, I want to like, I want to hear your take on like uh, hiding one the main character hiding their identity. But it's like, it's like inevitably somebody's gonna find out. It always happens. Like you can't yeah, hold, just lie up, 
you can't hold the secret up long enough. So it's like eventually everyone's gonna find out. So like even when like you know how we earlier where the fire alarm was triggered and everyone was looking for Kamala, I'm like, and this is when we have our moment. Where's Kamala? <laughs> and then it's like like you never see them in the same place. Like exactly, exactly. So it's but like, the other thing that happens the story. Like you're, you're at a stopgap where you can't really progress until the identity is revealed, at least to some people, so they can stop sneaking and hiding around. Like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to progress that way. Otherwise, you're just stuck in this like place of limbo where I'm not going to tell you what's going on. And at the end of this episode, it was really frustrating because at that point, I think she should have just come clean to moms and let her know. Yeah, when she got home. <laughs> She's like, where have you been? Like, not again. You done snuck out again. There's a rumor that you done pulled a fire alarm. You need to tell me what's up. You're our daughter and we care for you, but we can't help you if you don't, we don't tell what's going exactly. on. And that, to me, was an opportunity for Kamala to be like, yeah, how do you like it? Same thing. Like, you need to come clean because there's <laughs> secrets, stuff going on in my secrets. life right now with this bangle and mm-hmm. Nani and our great grandmother that you're not willing to tell me it's got to do with the why do you think i've been asking all these questions and every time i ask you shut me down now you want some truth like i'll trade you <laughs> let's do a trade model yeah, yeah i'll tell you what's going on if you come clean about you know what is the big deal because yeah, it's why don't you like government. grandma why don't you yeah. like grandma why did he yeah, leave yeah, it's kind of prevalent right now whether you want to believe it or not and we also kind of smoothed over the point where when, um, I forget Kamon's mom's name, but she grabs the bangle and they see a They triangle. have a premonition. Yes, so they see the vision, which yeah. I'm, which I'm, start, I'm trying to, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to fully understand like the bangle, like, I don't know, the bangle is, is like, I'm trying to figure out what is it guiding them towards? Like, it feels so like, like initially I thought the bangle would have been interesting if it was like kind of like showing them like glimpses of the past or like something. I don't know. It's just a weird if it's a weird plot device where it's like we're showing it's random it, a random images that take that are supposed to mean something. They're gonna mean something once we all once it all comes together and we introduce other characters or whatever. Yeah, the bangle and, right now is is the MacGuffin of the show. Yeah, it's the item that everybody wants now. The Jin wanted to try and bring themselves home. Uh, it's a part of Kamala's legacy because it once belonged to Aisha, her great-great-grandmother. And of course, she wants to keep it because it has some importance to her. Also, it connected her to be able to use her power uh, and gives her, I guess it helps her focus. It's almost like a almost like a Green Lantern ring to me, almost. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like a little hard light constructs that she can make, but she wasn't able to do that without the bangle on. But when Bruno was doing his little calculation, he said, the power is not coming from the bangle, it's coming directly from you. So it's just getting able to- That gen power. That gen yeah. power. So I wonder if she's she gonna grant some wishes. She's a gen, she's a gen. <laughs> No, it's not happening. It's not I don't. I don't. I, it'd be interesting, but no, I don't think that's how it works. Um, and then we, um, but that train comes back because Nani calls. Yeah, random phone like, call from Nani. She calls. 
Grandma clearly has some type of connection to the bangle without actually wearing it. Like yeah. she has some connection to it. So I have but I have a lot of questions. She's connected to it obviously because she was the one that sent it. She was the one that sent right. the box. So that would make it. me ask, has she put it on before? Has she worn it? Yeah, I don't know. Because it's like because that would I don't know, that'd be a weird thing where it's like like it, it would make more sense if she had the power at some point in time and used it, and then now that and now she's sort of connected to it, so she has the omniscient visions that link her to her granddaughter. Or versus if she, she just had it. it. What'd you say? Or maybe she was like forbidden to wear it by Aisha. I mean, maybe she, I mean, but I wouldn't put it past her. She put it on one time. Anyway, yeah, yeah. And it just really just try yeah tried it on to see what it does but and then maybe she's like yeah i'm not going to do it maybe she separated herself from it but she still has a connection to it so yeah. and that also has a very nice parallel to kind of their experience um her uh, uh kamala's mom's experience with just like them kind of moving to a new space yeah. and like there's still this distance and connection between their like families but they still really can't break that that they, they can't break that connection they're still Family ties and lineages that draw us back to one another. So. And the other bangle is still. I wonder if that's going to pop Yeah, up. all right. There's going to be a. There's, a, there's another bangle. And not even when she calls tomorrow, you have to come out here. You have to come home, basically. And yeah. Come on, was like, Ami's not going to let me go. And she's like, she got to come too. I'm like, not really? That's what we're doing. The whole, the whole yeah, family. The whole fa yes, the whole family. Grandma's like, hey, I need to see you and my daughter. And now mom can't argue. She can't argue. So like, yeah, grandma said we gotta come home. And she can't. She can't back out of that. I don't know. I know I know because of purposes of the story, they're going to go. But I think in real life, the way her mom is so funky about the family dynamic from the from the old from the motherland, she's likely just like, I ain't going and you ain't going neither. <laughs> saying, ain't no, she didn't. Out. As, as much as, as moms is like dissing herself to her family, she still gave gives me the vibes that like she'll still do whatever she can do for her mom. But she's yeah. openly like, we have problems. But she's like, I still I'm still gonna have to show up for her. She still has that level of um respect. We'll see. She <laughs> I, I, mean, I know they're gonna go. I said for for the sake of the plot, they're gonna mm -hmm. go. But they're gonna go. If she was that much of a stickler for trying to shut down everything to do with like her mom and yeah, grandma. She, yeah, she no, if that was the case, she should have went harder and been like blocking, like if she was that type of mom, she would have went ahead and just like blocked all forms Blocked of her phone number? Yeah, she would have blocked grandma's phone number. And then grandma would have had to hack into the, grandma had but to I hack think, in. But I think they been FaceTiming, so. Yeah, that's true. You can't. You, know, you can block the actual phone number, but you, you can't block the app. Huh? You can block a phone number. And like, oh, Graham, I guess. Yeah, but, you, but that wouldn't work with the app, though. Oh, I thought it did. Once you block the number, regardless, it works mm -mm. for all things. No, because you're going through the app and just going over the internet. 
and not necessarily through a cellular line, you could be on Wi-Fi, not necessarily connected to your your phone number, but to an IP address and just get through because it's going through the app. Um, and I don't know if moms and pops are that technically aware that they would be able to. They're not even that technically savvy, so they would. Yeah, he you know, couldn't even get Zuzu to work. He was, he was upset about that. So I don't think pops is that, that acclimated to technology. Uh, but it's an interesting show. Um, I like where it's going. Like I said, the the family dynamic has been the most fulfilling part for me. And the other stuff is just kind of additive and looking for like these deep cuts and these uh, Easter eggs that kind of ties everything together from the MCU into this storyline. That's just, that's been the bulk of, of what's going on here. The family dynamic and the Easter eggs that ties it to the rest of the MCU. Because, you know, I think they have that other movie coming out. I don't know when it's going to be, but uh, the Marvels, uh, which is going to be Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and I think Photon. Uh, whoa, wasn't ready yeah, for yeah. this. Whoa, 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 what's happening? When yeah, was you, that? When did, wait, when did this happen? Look at the, no, if you look at the, the MCU breakdown of the list what? of movies coming out, I think they have a, a thing called The Marvels coming out, which is going to have Photon or whatever they're going to name. Uh, sister girl that was in um, WandaVision. Yeah, they don't have to call her both, huh? Yeah. Because she, I mean, if they're going to have Captain Marvel, they can't call them both Captain Marvel, so it's going to yeah, be both. Oh, it's just, yeah, 2023. Wow. 2023. See? This going to be wild. This yeah. going to be wild. Can't so wait. I can't wait. That's actually, yeah, that's a 2020. This is July 28th, 2023. Okay. Oh, and Nia Coast is directing it. Dang. Yeah. That's what's up. So I think that well, they're tying all this together. They're, they're reeling us in with these little Easter eggs to tie everything together, which is a good and a bad thing, I think, because it can be kind of ex- inclusive in that it, it makes you watch stuff, but some people ain't going to want to watch all of the other stuff. All of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah that's They, they may just be interested in this storyline, and that's it. And you add too much into it, they're like, I'm not trying to go 22 strong. It's like, I'm trying to get the wife to watch the other Thor movies because... Thor: Love and Thunder is coming out. And oh she, goodness! She skipped out on Ragnarok. I don't think she saw Thor: Dark. Wait World. a second, Ragnarok was actually good. Dark exactly. World wasn't good. Exactly. Well, try to. <laughs> uh, can you get her to like the spark notes on Dark World, or like I, the highlights? You gotta give I, her something. I think she'll actually watch. She she said she'd watch uh, Ragnarok. Oh, please, yeah, please, yes, just, yes, Let have her watch yeah. Ragnarok, uh, yeah, you might have to spark note or give her a YouTube video on Dark World, because, what is spark notes, is that like the, spark notes, <laughs> let, me <laughs> update. let me update, let me update, no, well, spark notes will be used, uh, for books and reading in, in high school and college, to get, you know, it summaries, it was cliff notes, yeah, 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 I like cliff notes, but you gotta find the spark notes of, of, of videos for films. And then when it wasn't politically correct, it was whatever for dummies when they would just break it down for Oh, those books. Marvel oh, movies books. for dummies. dummies. Yeah, that's that's what we gotta get. Marvel MCU for dummies. That's what yeah, get you that's caught what... up. Yeah. Man. I appreciate you taking the time out to uh of course. talk this through with me. Uh Andre will hopefully be back next week. We will see Miss you. you. Yep. <laughs> and also uh, it'll be the day before, I believe, Blurred Time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, Friday. yeah. Y'all, y'all got to get ready for that. Yeah. The day before Blurred Time, we'll be getting ready for that. 
thank you once again, everybody. Uh, check us out on Anchor. Uh, the Ascari Cast is available on most platforms where you get your podcast from. Uh, Anchor, uh, Apple, iTunes Podcast, Google Cast, Radio Cast, and like six or seven other places. Check that out. Uh, don't forget to check out Trekkie and Beyond with Andre Rose Washington and Monica Pinkett. They're talking about uh, discovering the adventures of Michael Burnham and crew. Uh, don't forget to check them out. And we will talk to you all next week. Appreciate you. Peace.